a seaside saga of post-war peer perpetuation written by Harold Snowd and Michael Knowles starring John LeMessure as Arthur Wilson Ian Lavender as Frank Pike and Bill Pertwee as Mr Hodges in The time, 1948 The place, the pier, Frambourne-on-Sea somewhere on the south coast Nearly finished, have you? Yeah, it won't be long now, mate. Just get this cable fixed and you'll be able to ring up all your friends. Oh, I don't think I'll be doing much of that. Why? <laughs> Haven't you got any, then? <laughs> of course I have. No, I mean, we won't be able to afford it. Not after paying that dreadful 15 shillings connection charge. <laughs> It'll be business calls only. Oh, I see. By the way, this floor does slope, doesn't it? Of course it does. This is a crooked house. Thank cool for that. I thought I got one leg shorter than the other. <laughs> right. There you are. One phone as ordered. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's uh, <clears throat> quite a tricky job installing that phone, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had to fix nearly 600 yards of cable from the shore right down to this office of yours. Yes, it is a long way. Still, you're lucky. You've only got to walk down here and back again once. Mr Hodges and me got to do it every day. I was referring to the amount of work involved. Oh, Mr Hodges and me will soon get the place shipshape again. <laughs> I meant my work, this morning. Oh, yes, of course. Thank you very much. I'm afraid I can't give you a tip because I haven't got any money on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, tell you what, though. When we reopen, you can have a free go on the dodgems. <laughs> I can hardly wait. I knew he'd be pleased. Right, here goes. Ooh, it's working. <laughs> Hello, Swallows Bank, Frambourne. <clears throat> Could I speak to the manager, Mr Wilson, please? Oh, good afternoon, Mr Pike. How did you know it was me, Miss Perkins? I can always tell. One moment, please. Hello, yes? Mr Pike for you, Mr Wilson. Oh, no. How lovely. Mm. <laughs> Good afternoon, Frank. Afternoon, Uncle Arthur. I've got some very exciting news. Uh, what's happened? Have they abolished sweet rationing? <laughs> no! A man came down to the pier this morning... And guess what he's done? Condemned it. <laughs> he's installed a phone. From now on, I shall be able to ring you up any time I want to discuss something. Ah, that's very good news. I knew you'd be pleased. <laughs> well, I can't stop now. I've got one or two other people to ring. Including your mother, I hope. What do you mean? Well, she was awfully upset last night. I mean, you didn't get home until long after she'd gone to bed. Oh, I went to a party. Anyway, how do you know what time I got back? Oh, well, she, uh, uh, she told me about it on the phone this morning. <laughs> oh. Oh, see. Yeah, well, I'll give her a ring. Hey, by the way, you better make a note of this number. It's from... Oh, blast. Oh, what's the matter? The engineer's forgotten to put our number on the phone. <laughs> oh, well, cheerio. Stupid man. I've a good mind to cancel his free ride. He won't get a candy floss, that's for sure. 
Framborne 742? Hello, Mum. It's me, Frank. Ah, now we didn't get a chance to talk this morning. Where did you get to last night? I went to a party. Oh, yes. Whereabouts, exactly? Mm, at this girl's house. It was ever so good. We all finished up in the garden, dancing to Geraldo records and the squadronaires. In the garden? At that time of night? Oh, hope you had your vest on. Of course I did. Ah, oh, good. And you didn't sit on the damp grass, did you? You get a very nasty chill that way. Oh, really, Mum? Oh, now, Frank, don't you really mum me? Who is this girl? She's just a girl. Is she a... Nice girl? She's lovely. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I'd like to know a bit more about her, Frank. You can tell me over supper tonight. I shan't be in for supper. Not in for supper? But it's Wednesday. Yes, I know. That means you'll miss your favourite, toad in the hole. Oh, I'm sorry, Mum, I'm going out. Two nights running? Yeah, that's right. With that girl, I suppose. Well, yes, I am, actually. Well, I hope you know what you're doing. Yes, I do, Mum. I'm 22 years of age and I'm going out two nights running with a girl. Oh, Frank! That's the first time you've spoken to me like that in 22 years! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mum, but I'm a grown-up man now. I'm co-owner of Framborne Pier and I'm going places. Oh, look at the time. I'll have to get back to Woolworths. We're stock-taking this afternoon. <laughs> Where are you now, then? You're not with that girl. No, Mum, I'm on the pier. There isn't a phone on the pier. Well, there is now. Look, I've, I've got to go. What's the number, then? Oh, Mum, it's, it's Frambon... Oh, I'm sorry, I can't give it to you. I'll kill that damn engineer. <laughs> Afternoon, Frank. Oh, hello, Bert. Shouldn't you be at Woolies? Yeah, I'm going now. I only came in because the post office rang me at work yesterday to say they were coming along here this morning. Oh, that's good. So we're on the blower now, eh? Yeah. Well, um, must be off. Here, yeah, hang on. This phone's got no number. Yeah, I know. Uh, the chap forgot to put it on. Oh, well, perhaps they'll ring us and tell us what it is. How can they ring us if we haven't got a number? <laughs> Don't worry, Frank. I'll sort it out. Listen, I'm still not getting anywhere with that Earnshaw fellow. Who's he? Struth, I told you all about it on Monday. What's the matter with you? Are you in love or something? Yes, as a matter of fact, I think I am. Oh, blimey. Look, Romeo, Earnshaw runs a factory the other side of Frambourne which makes deck chairs. Deck chairs? Yeah, you know, deck chairs. Fold-up jobs with a canvas bit in the middle. <laughs> I know what a deck chair is. What's it got to do with us? Oh, you have got it bad, haven't you? Look, we agree that we ought to replace all those tatty, broken deck chairs that are stored in the ballroom with 500 new ones, remember? Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Well, what's the problem, then? The problem, Frank, is the price. They cost 17 and 6 each, and even with us buying 500, Hernshaw says he can only give us 5% off. Oh, I see. Anyway, the point is, I found out that every Wednesday, Hernshaw plays billiards at the Temperance Hall and then pops into the Smuggler's Rest afterwards. So what? Well, I reckon you and I should sort of accidentally bump into him in the pub and over a few jars, see if we can, well, get him to drop his price. Hey, that's a good idea. When do you want to do it? Well, there's no point in hanging about, is there? No, of course not. So, as it happens to be Wednesday today, I thought we'd make it this evening. Ah. Oh, well, I, I can't this evening. I'm going out with Avril. Going out? Look, Frank, I don't care if you're playing water polo with Veronica Lake. <laughs> Business before pleasure. We're partners, and this is important. I know that, Bert, and I promise I'll keep next Wednesday free. But I'm younger than you, Bert, and tonight I've got some wild oats to sow. 
wild oats. OK, but remember, Frank, if this peer project of ours fails, you could end up sewing mailbags. <laughs> Pass the salt, would you please, Frank? Yes, yes, here you are. Thank you. Why did you come over to Joe Lyons to have lunch today? I mean, you usually go to Nellie's pantry, don't you? Yes, normally, but you know what they say. A change is as good as a rest. Ah, oh, I see. Who says that? Well, you know, they do. <laughs> that is, one does. Oh, one. Mm. I, th I thought perhaps you wanted to talk to me about something special. You know, something we couldn't talk about in front of Mum. Oh, good Lord, no. Well, actually, yes, I do, rather. <laughs> is it something to do with the pier? Uh, no, 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 it, it's personal. It's to do with a, uh, with a young lady. Oh, Oh, I see. Well, you can tell me, Uncle Arthur. <laughs> Who is she? Where did you meet her? No, 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 no. <laughs> Frank, 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 please. The thing is... Oh, Lord, this is, this is very difficult. There's no need to be embarrassed, Uncle Arthur. I understand about these things, especially since I started going out with Avril. Yes, well, actually, it's her I wanted to talk to you about. You're not going out with her as well, are you? <laughs> no, of course I'm not. Oh, that's all right, then. Who are you going out with? I'm not going out with anybody. Oh, good, because my mum wouldn't really like that. <laughs> well, actually, she's not exactly over the moon about you going out with uh, Avril. Why not? Well, I think she wonders if she's, uh, if she's uh, uh, suitable. Suitable for what? Uh, no. <laughs> what I mean is, your mother wonders whether she's a nice girl. Oh. Look, um, why don't you tell me about her? Well... She's 21, mm -hmm. quite tall, with blonde hair. We've been out together four times. Mm -hmm. Oh, and she's an actress. An actress? That's right. Apparently, it all started at the end of the war when the local American Air Force camp voted her Miss Total Surrender in 1945. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Well, where does she do her acting? Well, she's not at the moment. She's what they call resting. Ah. Hmm. Apparently, she's made to do that every so often to give the others a chance. <laughs> Where did you meet? At Woolies. Oh, she came in to buy something from you, did she? On your unmongery counter? Oh, no, no, she's working there. On fancy goods. Oh. <laughs> so you see quite a lot of her. Not as much as I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I assume you always behave like a gentleman. Oh, yes. I open doors for her, help her off buses, all that sort of thing. No, what I mean is, uh, you wouldn't do anything... Uh, Silly, would you? Silly? No, I, I'm sure you're too fond of her for that. Um, what are your uh, feelings for her, exactly? Oh, I'm mad about her. I think about her all the time. Her hair, her eyes, her lips. Her... These dumplings are good, aren't they? <laughs> oh, yes, very nice indeed. Yes, lovely. Uh, when are you going out with her again? Tonight. Well, that's three nights running. I know. I think she must be quite keen on me as well. <laughs> yes, well, just be careful, Frank. Whatever the circumstances, don't give in to your natural desires. You see? There's so much at stake. Is there? Yes. I mean, I know it's fun, for instance, to be with a young lady in the dark, but it's also very easy to be led astray. Remember, Eve tempted Adam with an apple. Oh, I'll be all right, then. I don't like apples. <laughs> I had no idea it would be so large. <laughs> That's the theatre. <laughs> Needs a lot doing to it. 
By the way, I'm, I'm sorry I had to show you round with a torch, but there aren't any lights working at the moment, except in the office. That's all right, Frank. I like being in the dark with you. Do you really? You can kiss me if you like. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Why don't we go up to the office? OK, suits me. Right, this way. Be nice and warm up there. Oh, good. If it is warm, I'll be able to slip out of this cardigan. Oh, I've never seen you without your cardigan. <laughs> Here we are. I'll lead the way as I've got the torch. OK. These stairs are pretty steep, aren't they? Yes, they are a bit. Mind your head on that beam. Oh, tell. Don't want you knocking yourself out before... Before... Before what? <laughs> well, before you've had a chance to take your cardio off. <laughs> Hang on. I'll, ju I'll just switch the light on. Yep. Cool. What a funny office. Everything's running uphill. That's because it's the crooked house. See? Crooked walls, crooked table, crooked chairs. Where's the crooked cat? He's out looking for a crooked mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank, you are funny. I like men with a sophisticated sense of humour. <laughs> oh, good. Make yourself at home. Thanks. I think I will slip out of this cardigan. Feel free. There, that's better. Yes, well... You should certainly feel free now. <laughs> I must say I like that frilly blouse, Avril. Oh, good. I wore it specially, just for you. Oh. Well, come on. Don't you want to kiss me? Of course I do. Oh, Avril. Oh, Frank. Oh, hell. <laughs> Hello. Framborn Pier, Frank Pike speaking. No, I'm sorry, there's no-one here of that name. Wrong number? Yeah. I don't even know how they found us. What with the engineer forgetting to put a number on our phone? Now, where were we? You were just about to kiss me. Oh, yes. Oh, Avril. Oh, Frank. Oh, hang on. What's the matter now? I left the torch on, my batteries will run down. <laughs> I think they already have. No, 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 they're all right. Look, look. Oh, yeah, very nice. You see, these Timothy White torches are ever so reliable. I really wanted a red one, but I let an old lady buy the last red one because she said it matched her dressing gown. So I had to settle for this green one, you see. Still, it gives a very good light and the switch works ever Frank, so well. Frank, so do you want to kiss me or not? Yes, of course I do. Well, are you planning to do it this evening? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Avril... You've got such lovely... Here, yeah, you're a lot taller than you were just now. Don't be silly, Frank. It's this sloping floor. Before, you were standing uphill of me. Now, we're the other way round. Oh, yes. Here. Look, I tell you what. We, we might as well be comfortable. What are you doing? I'm, I'm going to move this chair around, see? From behind the desk here. And then you can... You can sit on my lap. But it's got casters. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's the only one we've got. Come on. Sit on my lap. Oh, right. <laughs> if you say so. Gently does it. There. Oh, Avril. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this all day. Oh, Frank, so have I. Kiss me. OK. Ooh! Oh, hang on. Hold on, Avril. Oh! Cool. Talk about the earth moving. <laughs> Still, 
At least we're now at the bottom of the slope. It can't run away again. Yeah, but we can't have the weight of us and the chair forced up against the wall like this. It's only thin. It might crack. Why don't we just stand up? Oh, no, no, I, I like it with you on my lap. It's quite simple. Look, if I stretch my left leg out like this and, and hook my foot round the corner of the desk, see, that, that, that'll stop us from sliding towards the door. Clever, isn't it? Brilliant. And if you could put your right hand behind my head and hold, hold on to that upright there, you see, that, that'll stop us sliding towards the window. Oh, all right. Now, if I twist my right leg out sideways, <laughs> I can wedge my foot between oh. the chair back and the wall, and that will keep the chair from swivelling. Oh. Oh. There. Oh, Avril. Isn't love wonderful? Yeah. Come in. Excuse me, Mr Wilson. Now, what is it, Miss Perkins? Mr Hodges is here. Oh, Lord. What does he want? Oh, something to do with the pier, I think. Oh, surprise, surprise. He seems quite agitated. Oh, well, you'd better ask him in. Yes, all right. Mr Hodges, would you like to come through? Oh, thanks. Mr Hodges, sir. Good morning, Mr Hodges. Oh, where is he? I've been to the pier. He's not there. Is he here? Well, what are you talking about? The Scarlet Pimpernel? <laughs> Don't start all that nonsense. I'm talking about Frank Pike, of course, my so-called partner. Isn't he at work? No, I rang Woolies and they said he hadn't come in today. Yes, that's right. I gather from Mrs Pike, uh, his mother, whom I um, accidentally bumped into on the way in this morning, <laughs> that he had a rather late night last night. Anyway, he's having a bit of a lie-in. Having a bit of a lie-in? <laughs> when we've got a load of trouble on our hands? You wait till I see him. I'll give him lying. But what's happened, Mr Hodges? What's happened? What's happened? Yes, what's happened? For heaven's sake, calm down and sit down and tell us what your problem is. Well, well, the fact is, last night we had a fire in the pier ballroom. Ah, was there much damage? Oh, fortunately, the fire brigade arrived and managed to put it out. But not before all the old deck chairs we had stored in there went up in smoke. But how did the fire start? Well, the passerby who called the fire brigade said he noticed an old tramp running away from the pier. Well, maybe he was an arsonist. Well, I don't care if he was a Jehovah Witness. <laughs> Police reckon he started the fire. But how did the tramp get onto the pier in the first place? Well, he didn't buy a ticket, and that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very funny. <laughs> I don't know how he got on the pier, Miss Perkins. I locked everything up when I left. That was about 6.30. But the police say it doesn't look as if he broke in. Mm. I wonder... Yeah, what? Oh, nothing. Well, I'll have to go. The police want to see me and Frank down at the station. But since your Romeo's been so busy burning his candle at both ends, I suppose I'll have to go myself. I shouldn't worry, Mr Hodges. It's only a formality. Well, that may be, but Framborn Pier has two owners, not one. Next time I see Frank, I shall give him a piece of my mind. He can't afford to give him a very big piece. <laughs> he did seem awfully agitated, and I can understand why. With Mr Pike always otherwise engaged, as it were. Oh, come now, Miss Perkins, you're... Only young ones. I'm sure when you were in your twenties, you couldn't wait to go out with young men. Yes, that's true. Actually, I'm still waiting. <laughs> By the way, what did you mean when you said I wonder earlier? And then you stopped. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, it was just a thought that crossed my mind. What was it? Well, and this is in confidence. Suppose that you and I had a little something going on between us and we wanted to be alone. Where would we go? 
Well, we couldn't go to my place because I live with my aunt. Mind you, she'll yes. be out this evening, if that's convenient. <laughs> no, 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 Miss Bacon. <laughs> this is pure supposition. I thought it might be. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that at some time or another, we've all had problems finding somewhere to do our courting. I haven't. You mean you had somewhere to go? No, I mean I've had no one to go with. <laughs> oh, can't now, Miss Perkins. You, you must have had your moments. I can't remember any. Anyway, what's this got to do with Mr Pike? Well, don't you see, he's got himself a young lady, and what's more, he has somewhere to take her. You mean the peer? Well, exactly. You mustn't say anything to anyone, of course. Do you mean Mr Pike may have started the fire? Oh, no, 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 of course not. But supposing yesterday evening, after it got dark, he took his young lady onto the pier for a little, you know, kiss and cuddle? Oh, don't, Mr Wilson, don't. Hmm? Don't what, Miss Perkins? Don't talk about it. Oh, don't be silly, Miss Perkins. I'm only asking you to use your imagination. That's the trouble. I am. <laughs> well, you see, the point is, at the end of the evening, when the time came for them to leave... Did he lock up properly? Or, filled with romance, did he forget? I mean, would you have worried about locking up? The problem wouldn't have arisen, Mr Wilson. Well, why not? I'd still be there now. <laughs> yes. Yes, I understand. That'll do nicely, yes. So you'll put the form in the post today, will you? Oh, there you are, lover boy. Won't be a moment, Bert. Yes, I'm still here. Yes. Yes, of course. So do I. And once again, thanks a lot. Bye. I suppose that was a bit of crackling who wore you out last night. The one who stopped us meeting Earnshaw. The one that's been taking your mind off running this pier. No, it wasn't her on the phone. Oh. Well, anyway, I suppose you heard what happened last night. Oh, you mean the fire? Yes, Uncle Arthur phoned me this morning at home. We lost all those old deck chairs, you know. Yeah, no. I had a look in the ballroom on the way in. They were pretty rough, but they were better than nothing. Yeah, still we've got the insurance. Some of them could have been mended up. What insurance? The policy I took out a fortnight ago. You said we didn't need it, but I went ahead and fixed it anyway. Didn't cost much. You mean we were covered for this fire? Yes, that's who I was talking to just now. Those deck chairs were insured for £150. £150? But they were so tatty they couldn't have been worth more than 20 quid the lot. I know that. And you know that. But they didn't ask what state they were in, and they can't tell now, can they? Parky, you're a very clever lad. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, you just missed the telephone chap. Blimey, they're not cutting it off already, are they? No, of course not. He popped back to put a number on it. Oh, good. What is it, then? Uh, Framborn 272. He's ringing. <laughs> that was quick. We've only just been given the number ourselves. Well, answer it. Oh, yes, yes. Hello, Frambourne Pier, Frank Pike speaking. Oh, hello, Avril. Oh, blimey. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, that's smashing. Thanks a lot, Avril. Next Wednesday, yes, that'll be all right, Avril. Here, see you. Bye, Avril. That was Avril. <laughs> you don't say. Now, look, Frank... I don't mind what you get up to, so long as it doesn't affect us and the plans we've got for this pier. Now, if you're seeing her on Wednesday, that means we can't bump into Hernshaw that night either. Can't you arrange things a bit better? We don't need to bump into him. How do you mean? Well, I only discovered Avril's surname last night. What's that got to do with it? It's Hernshaw. Hernshaw? Hernshaw? You're joking. You mean? Yes. 
She's his daughter. Blimey, what a coincidence. Anyway, she talked to her dad this morning and he's going to let us have 500 deck chairs at cost. At cost? Yeah, £250 the lot. Apparently that's 45% off. 45%? But why should he give us that much? Because he's very fond of his daughter and she's rather keen on me. It's true. <laughs> that's handy. Here, there's a chap just outside Bexhill who makes paint. I wonder if he's got a daughter. <laughs> I am. What do you think I am, a gigolo? <laughs> Look, Frank, I, I don't know how to say this, but, uh, well, I'm sorry about telling you off for going out with Avril so often. I, I was a bit hasty. Well, that's all right, Bert. Anyway, I, I won't be going out with her again once the deck chairs have been delivered on Wednesday. Why not? Well, it was something Uncle Arthur said to me about how girls can ruin your life by tempting you. <laughs> it all came back to me last night. Well, what happened? Well, she sat on my lap and got me to kiss her a few times and then suddenly, without any warning, she... She... Yeah. <laughs> go on, go on. Well, quite suddenly, she opened her... She opened her... Her what? Her handbag... And it was then that I remembered what Uncle Arthur had said. Why? What did she do? She did what Eve did. She offered me an apple. You've been listening to It Sticks Out Half a Mile, starring John LeMessurier as Arthur Wilson, Ian Lavender as Frank Pike, and Bill Pertwee as Mr Hodges, whose characters were originally created by Jimmy Perry and David Croft. Also in the cast were Vivian Martin as Miss Perkins, Carol Hawkins as Avril, Janet Davis as Mavis Pike, and Gordon Salkild as the telephone engineer. It Sticks Out Half a Mile was written by Harold Snowd and Michael Knowles and produced by Martin Fisher. <laughs> And there are more developments next week.